0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone,
1: to our last half hour here of Real Presence Live this morning. My name is Tim Moser, your host. And uh, we're coming at you here from the Fargo Studios in downtown Fargo between the cathedral and the railroad tracks. I'd like to thank Deacon Mike Dodge, last half hour for sharing his story. We were speaking with a deacon, and, oh, I tell you, I love people's faith journeys and faith stories. They're always powerful. I always learn something. It's just great to see how God works in their lives, and it's, it's just amazing. So, I'd, again, I'd like to thank Deacon Mike Dodge for that. Well, I'd like to welcome to the studio two uh, friends of mine. I think I can call them friends. Pro-life partners, if you will. Uh, Connie Brandt from St. John's in and Welcome, Connie. Thank you. And also, Aaron Mormon. Well, thank you, Tim. And you bet, yeah. So they're both, of course, parishioners down at St. John's. So I got this job at um, <clears throat> the Diocese of Fargo, half-time, Respect Life Director, in October of 2020, it would have been. So I'll be coming up with my two-year anniversary here. And, of course, Rochelle Savage, had did such a wonderful job before. I mean, you talk about a pro-life warrior, just amazing. And, of course, she had a lot of, lot of networks, a lot of people, a lot of, you know, she just knew a lot of people. And I said, okay, Rochelle, who, you know, who do I, give me a, a two or three people that I can just, she's Connie Brandt. So, where is she from? You know, <laughs> Connie Brandt. And, you know, you're a pro-life warrior, Connie. I know you've told your kind of complete story on the air before. So, but time, you know, is going to limit that today. But just know that Connie, and, and one of the things we've talked many times, the thing I always take away, Connie, is you say, You say yes to God, yes to the priest. And that's kind of how he got started in the pro-life movement, isn't it? Yes, indeed. Exactly. We'd love to go on more of that story, but we we might not have time for that today. Because what we want to talk about today is, in, in this day and age in particular, we really have a renewed effort now, a renewed need to really walk with moms in need. We're talking about pregnant and parenting mothers and couples that need a lot of help, not just with diapers and clothes and all those things, yes, but also for relationship, for accompaniment, for welcoming them in with Jesus Christ, walking with them. And so the USCCB put out this program, program called Walking with Moms in Need. And of course, it came out, it was supposed to come out right during COVID. That, that's when it hit. So we actually waited a year in the Diocese of Fargo and we launched it then in March of 2021. Um, that, that's, that's when we, we launched it and, you know, sent out things to various parishes. And the reason I have Connie and Aaron on is because it's a great story. You know, it's kind of put aside for a little bit, you know, lots of things going on, but their Holy Spirit touched them and, and renewed it and said, yes, this is important. But Connie, I want to start. With with your your pro life story because you know there's so many great things but there was a powerful experience you had in in 2009 tell our listeners about that and how this kind of was the genesis of the basis of everything which is prayer
2: okay thank you well it was December of two uh, of 2008 and it was a Wednesday um, Wednesday winter morning little light snow and I received the one call now which is a call that. Uh, one receives from the 40 days for life letting us know that abortions were being performed in downtown fargo and if you could come down and pray and i stood there in my kitchen uh, looking out the window thinking you know yeah i should go and but i don't want to go alone Uh, my husband was still working so i called a friend my friend judy and her mother she had just taken her mother to the hospital so i called another lady uh, eileen and she wasn't able to go and i thought okay So, uh, well, I could go to Fargo, it'd take me an hour to get there, pray an hour, another hour, so there's three hours. But then, and I truly believe that it was, I know it was the Holy Spirit, I could go down to the church, because I'm only a few blocks from the church, and I could go to the church and pray. So that's what I did. So I went down to the church, and I sat in front of the tabernacle for three hours. And I thought, I could be doing this every Wednesday, and then a cynical of life, of time before that and maybe Rochelle gave me a brochure on the cynical of life but I had had it and I just shoved it in my pro-life papers you know but when I got home after those three hours I went pulled it out looked at it and I thought yeah we could do this you know every Wednesday so I approached Father Dale about it and he said sure well now it's Christmas and so I just put it aside but then after Christmas so it's January of 2009 I called three of three of my pro-life friends, uh, Eileen and Vonnie and Betty, and uh, invited them over for Christmas cookies and coffee. And um, as they were there, sitting in my living room, I handed them each a, a, a brochure on the cynical of life. And I told them my experience, and I said, what do you think if we did this every Wednesday? Would you be on board with me? And they said, yes. And I said, let's try not to book any of our appointments on Wednesday morning. So we would do it from 8 to 1130. And so we started the Cynical of life in January of 2009 at St. John's, and we are still doing it today. We did it this morning before we came, and there's still people back at St. John's praying right now, and they will be. So, take two rosaries and some meditation with each one, and uh, then at 11:30 is the Divine Mercy Chaplet.
1: You know, Connie, one of the things that really impresses me about, and I've been down to St. John's several times. It is it's just—it's a very, very prayerful environment. It, it is just bathed and based in prayer, and it's just amazing to me how, um, you know, the prayerfulness. And then in 2009, you started this prayer, but then was it like about three years later when you incorporated adoration? Correct.
2: Yes, it, that was the summer of 2012. We had a, um, a seminarian uh, spending the summer there it was seminarian uh Sean Mulligan he's now father Mulligan Yeah, and he went to Father Dale and he said we should be doing adoration every every day you know and especially on Wednesday and Father Dale said okay you set it up because you're going to leave soon and then it won't get done and so we do now have adoration every day but on on that Wednesday is adoration from 8 until 11:30 mhm
1: that's wonderful so, Connie, the, the, the basis of this whole thing, and, and my, the one of the reasons I want to get across to our listeners is prayer. And I don't know in my my life; it, it it's, it's paramount. Prayer is primary. Prayer it has to be first. And you don't know how how God was going to use this, right? But you always said yes to God, and that's what's the, the beauty of it. God uses people that say yes, and we'll way we say yes, is is being de- deep in prayer and deep in our relationship with Christ. And so. Let's fast-forward a little bit now because you know many, many pro-life activities you do, which is great. But you got this walking with moms in need uh, information. I think the parochial vicar gave it to you and wanted you to look at it. So t- pick up the story there.
2: Okay. A parochial vicar, uh, <clears throat> Father Father Eric Seitz, gave me this inventory that he had received from your, your mm-hmm, office right. uh, about how we help moms in need. So he gave it to me, and uh, I lead the pro-life activities there, but I thought, I'm not doing this alone. (laughs) So uh, I didn't want to do it, period. But I knew it was such a need. It needed to be uh, looked at. So I asked a couple of ladies from the pro-life team uh, if they would help me fill out this inventory. So we did. And uh, Father needed it back uh, into uh, Tim's office here by June. And so we, we met the deadline. And there, it kind of set for, sat for a little bit. But um, after that, um, Tim, you had uh, this nice article in the New Earth that was March of 2021, uh, just uh, outlining the how to go about setting up uh, walking with moms in need ministry. I I didn't know what we were really doing here, but I I do want knew one thing: I did not want. To do this, take this on, I wanted somebody else to do it i 'll help get it started, but then i want I want to sit back and be in in the in the background and that 's what has happened mm-hmm. thanks be to God
1: amen. So, what happened was then you read that you started, you started, there's five basic phases, and you kind of took a little, you know, summarized each of the phases and started moving forward with this. When did you first start to get, uh, so you did the inventory, when did you pick things up again and start getting others involved?
2: Well, it, it really was in last fall, and uh, when I, <clears throat> those same ladies, we came together, and uh, both of the priests, mm-hmm. and also uh, Michelle, who... Who looks after the needs of many people who come to the church's door
1: she's like the parish secretary administrator right basically yeah, yeah she does it all
2: <laughs> she does it all she's a parish family yeah wonderful you, I like one, that. you know yep. from uh joyous events to uh grieving events mm-hmm. um so anyway so we met and the next phase there is to get it to the parish announce to the parish what what this is about and so uh Lots of discussion went on. How are we going to do this? Yeah, we can put it in the bulletin. Not everybody reads the bulletin. We could put it on the bulletin board. And I said, what about pulpit talks? At St. John's, we do pulpit talks. If there's anything that needs to, everybody needs to hear, whether it's God's gift or it's um, something from the bishop or, or say, from a St. John's school, we, you know, someone will come up and, and speak a few minutes before Mass. Well, everybody thought that would be great. Okay, let's do some pulpit talks and um, tell about what Walking with Moms and and what we want to do here. And so I don't want to do this. I mean, I'll write the talk, but I'm going to get other people to get up at the different Mass. We have five Masses on the weekend. And so um, as I called people and asked them if they would do this, at first they're a little little, uh, hesitant, but I said, the talk is already written, Mm -hmm. you know, Oh, okay, then I'll do it. And so that's what we did.
1: Wonderful. That's great. And Aaron, Aaron Mormon, of course, he's a parishioner down here now. Uh, he and his wife lead the Walking with Moms in Need team. You were one of the people who actually gave one of those public talks, right?
3: Yes, I was, uh, uh, I think, the, the, the lone male that got up and did the talk. So <laughs> Were you blessed, blessed among women? I was. Yes, I was. <laughs> so I got up and did the talk, and uh, this is something that Brenda, my wife, and I talked about, too, and Um, It was something that in the previous job I had, I was on the road all the time. I could never do stuff like this. I always wanted to be involved in pro-life. So then when I retired at the end of December last year, this kind of opened a door a little bit for us to get involved in something like this. We've always wanted to be involved in the pro-life movement, you know, in in one level or another. So this just seemed to be something that uh, fit what we were looking for. Mm-hmm. And because Aaron and his wife kind of had a
1: played a pivotal role at that, that, that at the, that meeting right you yep. guys had a meeting to get together okay because yep. at that if I remember it right, at, at the pulpit mm-hmm. talks that 's when you had put things in the in the
2: pews right that's right yes we put a little we put slips in the pews where people could um uh, sign their name and and we had several questions Would you be willing to to come and pray every Wednesday? would you be willing to donate uh, for a mom 's in need? Would you be willing to serve on a team? Okay, so out of those five Masses, there was 46 slips that came in. There mm-hmm. should have been 146, but there wasn't. <laughs> we <We're laughs> but, <anyway>, <laughs> but anyway, all 46 indicated they would be willing to pray. There were 12 people that indicated they would be willing to serve on a team, and I was just joyed when I, when I saw that. So what I did... Connie, you you know
1: what? That's just a great story. I want to leave that as a tease because we're going to take a little break. But you can see the Holy Spirit is moving. And when we come back, we'll see the results of this survey, the results of what God has done and what he continues to do for Walking with Moms in Need and Pro-Life down at St. John's. And we're taking it to the diocese. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after
0: this. Live, engaging, and local. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR network. Welcome back everyone to our last segment today on Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser, talking
1: with Connie Brandt and Aaron Mormon, two pro-life leaders. Pro-life missionaries like to call them, from St. John's uh, Catholic Church in Wapato, North Dakota, talking specifically about Walking with Moms in Need, what they have done with their parish. And the great thing about this Walking with Moms in Need program, it is subsidiarity, it's principles and things that you can use at your parish. How big, how small, wherever you're at, you can do something. And they just put these principles together and prayed, and it worked great. So they put together a pulpit talk to announce it. They did that. They put slips in the pews. People came back. Forty-six said they're interested in praying. Twelve said they're interested in being maybe on a committee or coming to a meeting, right? Right. Cool. And, Connie, what happened then? Okay.
2: Well, out of those twelve, seven did come to that, that meeting, and uh, I... Indicated to them, this is what I would like uh, that needs to happen. I don't want to lead this. Someone else needs to lead it. And uh, I want to leave here tonight that we've got a chairman and someone who will be like a secretary or, or keep the records. And, you know, they're just casual talking and everybody's just kind of sitting around looking at everybody and said, okay, we, we need to do this. I, I don't want to have to call another meeting. And so somebody <laughs> needs to chair this this ministry. And all of a sudden, Aaron and Brenda, Brenda, I don't know who spoke first, said, we will do it. And I said, really? Thank you.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Brenda. And, yes, like Father, she's hard to say no to. <laughs> so. But, uh, yes, it just, like Connie said, everything kind of fell into place. We're looking for somebody to be a secretary. Well, we have a gal there who's taking notes, doing a wonderful job, and then how do we split this all up? So, we also have another one saying, Well, you know, I'll set up uh, some kind of a flow chart on this. We'll get this all put together. Mm-hmm. So, it's just like the positions were filled almost immediately.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, people
3: were just willing to jump on board mm-hmm. and do this.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, we've got 46 people that, you know, they'll pray, but they also, almost all of them, indicated they would donate in some way, you know, either clothes when they or. When we need diapers or we'll donate money, and so we set up these these teams so that when we do have a need that we don 't call all forty six people mm-hmm. you know so we 've got teams of like ten and then there's a captain uh, of each one of those teams or a person that's going to you know accompany or walk with a mom in in need mm-hmm. yeah, but Brenda and Aaron are just they're taking over the the, the ministry different things and i'm uh I am not. Uh, I'm not leading it. They're leading it, yeah, and that's and, what I wanted to happen. And one
3: of the yeah. things we want to do, if we have somebody who comes to us or to the group, um, we don't want to give you know the same team the, the job over and over. Mm-hmm. So with the six teams, we can spread it out and have different people on those teams who can address address different issues. And Brenda and I are just kind of the coordinators. And this is. I mean, it's kind of in its infancy stages mm-hmm. yet, yeah, but it it's something that's being developed. It's, it's, I guess you could almost call it like a pilot program, you know? So, <laughs> right. um, And that's what we're trying to do, get it set up so we can get it to flow, flow smoothly. We do not have all the answers, <laughs> but we're learning as we go.
2: Right. And once we had this ministry, so then we needed to announce to the parish also that Brenda and Aaron Mormon are are chairing the the Walking with Moms in Need ministry. So we we put it in... Made a bulletin announcement. We made a pulpit announcement, and um, uh, with their their name and their telephone number, I was kind of a backup number as as well. You know, so the people of St. John's know, and uh, and now we've we've been asked to uh, to host a big event uh, through it was through Tim's effort and <laughs> and uh, and Chris over at Catholic Charities. And we will be hosting, uh, down at St. John's, at St. John's uh, School Gym, um, a Bundle Up Your Baby Bump, September 24th.
1: And that's wonderful. And and the genesis of that was uh, two times a year, Catholic Charities hosts the Bundle Up Your Baby Bump. Is I mean, anything you need for small and young children. I I mean, we had a Shanley Gym full. And I called down to Connie and Aaron and Brenda. I said, okay... Because I knew, you know, the Holy Spirit said, okay, I can't do this alone. I'm I'm here at the diocese, but I, I need you people like you. And I said, would you like to come up and see what they do? They said, yes. They came up, they helped set up, they helped, they came up and see how it was run. They helped run it. And then they said, yes, we can do that down here. So it's, it's wonderful. So now down in Wapen, as you said, in September, you're going to have your own event. And and one of the things I think is great, you guys have also partnered with or at least communicated with a lot of other entities in the city, right?
2: Yes, yes. In fact, we, we have a, a ministerial association within uh, the city of Wappen and Breckenridge. And so other churches of other denominations have heard about this and we're asking them to help us collect these ba- baby items because when this event takes place in September, it will be to all moms. It's there's no uh, denomination a factor in mm-hmm. you know right. uh, yep. there. So uh, yes, we're, we got a call from a, a lady from one of the. the other churches the other day, she said, "I have some items in it. and and so she drove it up into my driveway with a big suburban full, <laughs> <bowl>, full, <laughs> you know and, and unloaded sure. things. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, so people are, are responding to the call.
1: Yeah, that's wonderful, Aaron. You uh, off? Air, you, you said a line that's going to just stick with me. So we can say we're pro life, all or want, but we have to do something, and I think that's huge. <laughs> another component you know, and i just want you just to touch on obviously it's, it's nice this bundle up your baby mom, giving them the items they need but brenda is also kind of taking the forefront about really where it's wanted forming relationships and walking with not just giving them diapers and things but really having conversations and she's actually gone over just share a
3: little bit about that relational aspect well some of these young mothers you know they they probably are single moms might have other little children too and uh... Basically, what they need sometimes is just somebody to speak with them, yeah. you know, yeah. to kind of uh, uh, give them the encouragement. And like, you know, we talked about during the break, too, is that if we can say that we're pro-life all we want, but uh, until we do something and take action, yeah. you know, we're, we're really not doing anything at all. So that's kind of what we're doing. We try and get in touch with them. We don't want to overwhelm them with mm-hmm. phone calls. But if they need help, they, they can feel free to call us. Yeah. Yep. Or you know, maybe we'll just check with them sometimes and say how's it going
1: yeah and and that's one of that walking that that that, that accompaniment component mm-hmm. we got one minute left I, I just want to briefly mention, so we're going to take this idea, this kind of pilot program, if you will, walking with moms in need, and we're going to be speaking at deanery eight meeting on june twenty third to the priests, the deanery eight, but also parish parish missionaries pro life missionaries, two to three from each parish, so that we can say here's what's worked for us exchange ideas please take it back to your parish and see what you can do bishop fold has called for it walking with mom's need the usccb so we're really really trying to get this uh, get this off the ground so connie and aaron i cannot thank you enough for your friendship and everything you do. one thing i want to say to the prayer thing you have like what Four prayer teams, they pray like five or six people once each week, right? And you have yes. like St. Gerard, St. Gianni, you have patron saints, all that yes. kind of stuff. Yes. That is so wonderful. Again, the basis I'm coming back to again is prayer. Mm-hmm. Sorry we're out of time, but thank you so much for your devotion and for what you're doing. And I look forward to working with you. Thank, thank you, all you very right, much. Aaron and Connie, thanks so much. You're
2: welcome. welcome. Thank you. Yeah,
1: well. There we go. Brooklyn, am I talking to you, young lady? Yeah. Well, that is so awesome. So, Brooklyn, what did you think of today's show? I mean, besides the very average hosting,
0: <clears throat> I thought it was cool. Oh, really? I liked
1: it. Okay. Did you like this little pro life segment we did here?
0: Yeah, I thought it was interesting.
1: That's good. That's good. You know, it's uh, it's it's kind of important. Now, now you being a Shanley student, uh, you're at least familiar with uh, like the Deacons for Life. I don't know if you're involved in that or not, but you're familiar with that, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm familiar.
1: And I think Shanley, you know, they go to the March for Life all the yep. time. So certainly, there's a great pro-life culture there, isn't there? At Shanley?
0: Yes, there is. I want to go there to pro the March for Life next year.
1: Awesome! That sounds good. so good. There we go. See? Mm -hmm. Connie's saying... er, I've I've er, been there. See? That's right. This is awesome. See? Well, that's good. Well, Brooklyn, do you have... uh, I'm guessing we have other shows coming up. Do you have a little preview about what's coming up on future shows?
0: Yes. On the next Real Presence Live, Thursday from 9... to 11 a.m. Central, Heather Carroll and Marcus Ashlock are your hosts coming live from Sioux Falls.
1: Oh, Heather, Heather. Okay, sorry, I had to throw them in there.
0: <laughs> they have on Jody Real, who will talk about the Eucharistic adoration set aside for families, and Rhonda Kelsey, who will talk about helping those in Guatemala. All that and much more are coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Thursday to 11 a.m. Central.
1: That's awesome. Thank you, Brooklyn. Now, I want to thank Therese. Therese is, uh, I I walked in and she had these two young people. You're a young person too, Therese, but I had these two young people. I said, well, what are your names? Brooklyn with two two O's and two N's. I like that. And Mark. Going to be juniors at Shanley. And they're just kind of interns kind of working here this summer. And she's really, you guys have been very, very professional. And it's it's been awesome. So I really do appreciate uh, what you, Mark, and Brooklyn have done today. And Therese, thanks for uh, being with them and mentoring them. Appreciate it. Good. Well, for all of us here at Real Presence Live, again, I'd like to thank Aaron and Connie for being here. We, we need to be pro-life. And as Aaron just said, we can talk about all I want. We need to do something. Walking with moms in need is a great way to do it. And as Mother Teresa said, we're not social workers. We are addressing and loving a human person and then addressing their needs. I love how Aaron's wife has just taken this on to mentor these young women and, and establish a relationship with them. That is so good. So, where God is calling you, Right here in your own hometown to do something like this, somehow, some way. Open your heart, say yes to Christ, pray, be open to what he's saying, and God will do great things for you. Until next time, this is Tim Moser reminding you to practice your faith every day. God bless you. Thank you.